Welcome to the This is Reno Radio Show. We're broadcasting from Reno, Nevada, the biggest little city in the world. And this is Reno.com, Reno's online news and event source. And he was tailgating. He was not only getting back, he was boom, 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 on the freeway at 70 miles an hour. With a lane next to you to go around. I mean, he was really oh bad. Gosh. And it happened twice in the same day. Same, same guy. Same, same guy. guy. To so you. I took a picture to me. <laughs> so I took a picture, put it on Facebook. Oh and God, somebody, I have a stalker, and he's also a bad driver. Yeah. How do you encounter the same guy driving like a maniac twice in one day? That's like, what that's I thought. That's got to be a record. It's like, especially coming after you if that's individually. The, well, he was going after everybody. He was just, who he or she, windows tinted so dark. Right. That he obviously didn't want anybody to know. But the response I got from this guy, and then he blocked me. It's like, that's So you outed him on Facebook. Yes. And he ended up being one of your Facebook friends. Yes. Not anymore, though. Yeah. Blocked. Well. Hmm. But it's like, people are really bad out there right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, so I, I think um, a story that didn't get a lot of attention, but should have, in my opinion, because I wrote it. Um was uh, shoplifters in Midtown, Midtown businesses. Are we recording? <laughs> As of like a minute and a half ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to edit it out, damn it. Um, okay. so, they've been, so what happens, these businesses have been posting on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter uh, the, the, the people that have been stealing from them. And... Uh, Heather Dixon from Happy Happy Joy Joy, I went and talked with her about it, and uh, she sent me a, a kind of a write-up of what's been going on. And so basically what happens, she outs these people, and a lot of times they're underage, they're like juveniles. And apparently, so at the article ran the other day on, on of course, this is Reno, but she had the Rick and Morty event, and apparently during the event, a bunch of teenagers came in and shoplifted from her. So mm. like clockwork, she puts it on her Instagram and her Facebook the next day, and um I went to go watch it, and she had already taken it down because apparently the parents or the mom or whatever had saw the kids and apologized, paid for it, and came in, and so she took it down. But yeah, she basically, I guess, has a policy that if they're juveniles, they're not gonna, she's not gonna keep the video up. But other other than to just catch them. So anyway, it's just kind of funny. Well, I it's kind of sad. It's actually really sad. I and hope it really she's also them. banning them from the store, mm-hmm. um, yeah. setting an example. Yeah. I mean, when my sister shoplifted when she was a teenager, we couldn't take her back to the store for like a year. Yeah. But the issue is, so I, as you, as you noted before we started recording was I, there's this, an actual organization devoted to prevention of shoplifting. And it's become, despite surveillance cameras, it's become more problematic in recent years. And they attribute it to psychological issues such as depression and what they call um, impulse disorders, which basically you just see an opportunity and you just get a rush from, you know, taking it, such as stealing from somebody. So I don't know. It's just unfortunate that so many Midtown businesses are hmm. it is. getting hit. It's going to be so frustrating. The art uh, store, Nevada Fine Arts, I think was $2,000 $2, worth These are really, stolen. you know, small businesses that can't afford to lose a lot of merchandise. I mean, they don't have a lot of overhead. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Or they don't have a lot of profit. Yeah. Once they co- they cover their overhead, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. Hmm. In other news, well, 
I, we're going to start something and see how it goes. I put out there on my Facebook that we were going to be doing this today and if anybody had any ideas. So a few of my Facebook friends, our Facebook friends on This Is Reno, uh, Susie Burkett, she says this weekend, uh, be careful of the heat and the smoke. It's supposed to be over 100 degrees on Saturday. Hope Costanza says Mojo Green will be in the park. Ooh. Jamie Woodman talks about the mural competition, which we're going to talk a little bit about a little bit later. That's one of the big things this weekend. The mural competition? I thought that was going to be... Oh, the the one downtown. Downtown, the one downtown over at Circus Circus. Oh, not the Circus mural. Circus. This is the big one. So the, we not had, the big event coming in the fall. No, no. and we no. had the big chalk art last weekend, so we'll have mm-hmm. the big mural this coming weekend, and lots of large-scale art. Those are always fun over there at Circus Circus. Oh, it's going to be so fun. And they look cool. They they look really nice. And hot. And it'll be hot. It'll be over 100 degrees. Janice talks about uh, Theater Works of Northern Nevada putting on um, Shrek, the musical. Oh. So look for that. So those are kind of the big things. There's going to be a um, psychic street fair here in Midtown. Nobody saw that one coming. And I, boom. <laughs> so that, that's kind of what our readers, our, our listeners, are um, talking about. So a couple sponsored events. CanFest is back. You ever been? I'm not a beer drinker. Oh. Oh. There's a lot of good beer at the CanFest. So each year, I think it's been going on. I seem to recall going as far back as, I want to say, 09, maybe. It's bounced around different venues, but this year it's going to be at the GSR, and that one is going to be August 26th. And the last time I went, it was at the Pepper Mill, and it was huge, like crowded and lots to do, lots to see. So beers from all over the place, all over the world, literally. Mm. Guinness even shows up, or they did last time. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Exciting. We also have Sherlock Holmes Murder Mystery Dinner. Where's that at? Uh, Wilbur D. May Museum. God, that sounds fun. Unfortunately, I will be out of town for that. Yeah. So this you'll is be the covering it, Dana. kickoff to their new exhibit. Yeah. Which looks really fun. Interactive. Sherlock Holmes. It's a little bit of a Sherlock Holmes theme because we also have the Lake Tahoe Shakespeare Festival doing a Sherlock Holmes mystery as their non-Shakespeare play this year. Oh, wow. Awesome. The what a, Hound of the Baskervilles. Hmm. Really? Yes. Nice. Um, theater. There's lots of theater going on. Peter and the Starcatcher. Peter and the Starcatcher. You saw that? Yeah, I saw... Great okay, photos. Technically, I saw a dress rehearsal, mm-hmm. and I only stayed for the first half because a variety of reasons, but... Um, it was really well done, and I think it's going to be a big hit. Yeah, I want to check that out. Yeah. Maybe this weekend. Um, Good Luck Macbeth this weekend opens Sorted Lives. I will be seeing that as we record this. I'll be seeing that tonight or tomorrow night. So by the time this podcast comes out, my review and photos will be out. Um, Restless Artist Theater all the way out in Sparks has It's an Ives Thing. Several plays written by um, David Ives, and then the audience picks out which ones 
I had some things in my life happening. I couldn't make it to that one, but I did make it to Bruca's next to normal. Which you said was not next to normal. You said it was yeah, superior. It was superior. It's it's a rock musical that is very deep, very emotional. I I cried like crazy going out of there. It it hits a lot of really tender spots, especially with what's going on right now with me. Mm-hmm. Amazingly done. The music is phenomenal. I highly recommend this too. So you should be quite busy going to all the um, theater things. Um, we also have uh, literary artists carve out a new category in the annual Art Town Festival. Brand yeah. new on the site as of yesterday? As oh, of really? yesterday, yeah. They don't want to be considered other anymore, which I think is a valid mm-hmm. um, complaint. And so they've assembled a whole series of literary art events. Um, the one that I thought was really interesting was Take a Poem, Leave a Poem at the Sierra Arts Gallery. And that one's I interactive. That. I did that the other day. Take a Poem. Yes. That's great. Um, by the time this airs, I believe we'll have about two to three more of the literary arts events happening. Um, Lit at Night, which is over on Studio on 4th. Um, might still be able to catch the um, literary game night over at... Um, What's the game studio? Oh, the Glass yeah. Die. Yes, oh. yes. Literary geekery. Yeah. That sounds so cool. It does yep. sound fun. Um, we just barely talked about the mural marathon competition. That's the 24-hour uh, one at Circus Circus. Mm-hmm. So the walls, I think the walls have already been painted over and prepped for the new artwork going up. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely, if you get a chance, anytime during the time it's doing it, which is uh, starting it. Uh, it goes for 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, for 24 so. hours. So I guess it's July 15th, 16th. So Saturday, Sunday, yeah. yeah. Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Check it out. It's way fun. And one thing to mention that isn't this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. Not a data. Right. Not a data started out as kind of a protest to Art Town. Um, they had their reasons. It was all this and that. But now things have shifted and changed. Now Nada Dada is part of our town. And it's get a room, make a show. They're, um, they're going to be at the Morris Hotel. So you go to the Morris Hotel. All the rooms on the second floor will have art shows in them from local artists. Um, definitely something you want to check out weekend after this. Coming up on the 20th of July, I think that's a Thursday night, we've got Randy Newman, uh, another Art Town town event. Mm -hmm. We are um, helping to promote a number of Art Town events, and uh, it's a a great honor to be one of their sponsors this year. Shave Malambo, uh, The Revolution, Randy Newman... And a few others we'll talk about, hopefully, in the next Ooh. podcast. Ozo Motley's coming up next week a at week Wingfield from, Park. Week from Wednesday, or it'll be Wednesday, right? Yeah, Wednesday the 19th, Ozo Motley. They did the closing two years ago. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Packed house. Fantastic band. I actually was cruising through some streaming music, and they I didn't know they had put out a children's album. Oh. So I'm not sure if they'll play any of that music, but um, love them. They're L.A. area based, I believe. 
Very good band. So it looks like there's no reason to be bored this weekend. No. Unless you want to be bored. There's out there for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. We also have Feast is hosting a luau benefiting a local nonprofit. That is going to be Sunday, July 16th from 5 to 9. And if you haven't been to Feast, it is a... um, it's quite a quite a restaurant to enjoy. Uh, the tickets are $25 per person. All you can feast spread, imagine that, with teriyaki chicken. And it's going to go uh, benefit a local nonprofit that uh, basically helps um, with young women who have been trafficked through health, education, advocacy, and reintegration. That sounds wonderful. What's going on with marijuana, Dana? Good question. Apparently, there's a big run on marijuana, and uh, there's a little bit of a shortage. Um, I found out that if you want to get edibles at some of these places, you have to be there right when they open up because they sell out. So there is a shortage. I think our, uh, our Nevada state government has actually gotten involved and taken a look at why this is happening. I uh, I went to a panel that uh, Reno Public Radio put on a couple of weeks ago about the legalization of recreational marijuana. And so what happened, as I understand it, is it was on the ballot initiative for recreational to have the liquor distributors be the ones to distribute it. What's come into play is basically kind of a mid-course disruption on that process. Obviously, recreational sales were made legal July 1, and we've been seeing the lines around the block all over the place. Um, but the government, is their state government, is basically saying that there weren't enough alcohol distributors signed up with completed applications to distribute. And so, as you mentioned, the dispensaries are running dry. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a hiccup. They'll fix it. These little problems will come up. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not some kind of a weird political ploy for some reason, but sometimes we see that. Yeah, well, I I, I do know, and there, there will be more to the story, that at least one distributor feels that they have um, done their due diligence but are still uh, being restricted by local area government uh, rules and regulations from the actual mm-hmm. distribution of it. So we'll see what happens next. I think there's more to this story, but it's made national news. and State of emergency. Maybe that's actually good. It's publicity. If Reno wants to become a destination for pot vacations, getting any publicity like having this out there, oh my God, they're running out of pot, and then coming, it's all been solved. We have more than enough pot. We do have more than enough pot. The problem is the distribution. Yeah. I mean, the, the supply is there, allegedly. But the getting it to the dispensaries is where the the rub is. Okay. And I don't think uh, either the state department of taxation or the local jurisdictions have been um, able to work out the kinks. And I I do note that the uh, governor sent a statement out yesterday, basically saying that there was not a state of an, an emergency. That that is a uh, statement that's. Uh, used when there actually is an emergency. <laughs> so this is more a statement of emergency, not a state of emergency. So, um, well, sometimes when you're stoned, it all sounds the same. Well, I don't know if the governor was stoned, but the uh, 
It says, uh, a state of emergency declared by the governor are, are meant, is meant for times of natural disaster of major proportion and the assistance of state agencies is needed to supplement the efforts and capabilities, capabilities of municipalities and local governments, property, and the safety of individuals. Governor Sandoval did not declare a state of emergency <laughs> due to a marijuana <laughs> shortage in Nevada. <laughs> Well, that's good um, to know. Yeah, so... Uh, a little perspective. Uh, he endorsed the Department of Taxation's statement of emergency to allow for the uh, adoption of temporary regulations regarding the licensing of distributors mm -hmm. uh, for marijuana. So that's, that's the scoop on that. I guess the state of emergency versus a statement of emergency, there's a little bit of a... I guess there's a syntax there that needs to be... Uh, ironed out via a press release or a press statement. Well, there's so. going to be there's going to be a lot of little bumps in the road along the way. What does it mean now that it's legal? A lot of people who didn't smoke before now will. A lot of people will try it. A lot of people will smoke more. Some people will get bored because it's legal now. What am I getting away with? Well, and I, you know, I don't think that as many people may try it as, as, I don't think that everybody's going to be blocking because we still have a lot of jobs in this community that uh, require drug testing. Mm -hmm. So really it's, it's recreational, but if, if you're at one of those places working, I think warehouses, casinos, they do those drug testing. And right now the drug testing for marijuana is not that precise and not that good. I hear that there is one coming, but it's a blood test. So it's more expensive, but they can tell, if you're stoned at that time, if you're impaired, if there's enough of those elements in your blood that you're impaired, but that's not out there yet. Right. So you smoke a Saturday morning, Monday at work, you get a drug test, random test, you're going to be popped. Well, according to the governor, uh, adopting a, an emergency regulation to allow for a determination for wholesale liquor licenses to distribute um, will uh, prevent supposedly a black market and preserve the legal market so that mm -hmm. the state can collect its tax dollars, employees can be paid, and uh, the dispensaries can continue to operate. But apparently they had record sales that first weekend. Oh, yeah. It's a July very 1. profitable business. Yeah. And they do a great job. If you've watched the videos that we have on This Is Reno, they do a great job of growing it and handling it and all the processing and then the dispensaries. It's pretty flawless what they've created. Mm -hmm. What else we got cracking? How about that golf course over on uh, McCarran? A lot of people upset about that one. There was a, I attended a meeting last week. There was a, a group. It was in uh, somebody's basement, uh, a meeting folks uh, who are protesting having the high school built there. And then, of course, the advocates for the high school think it's a great location. Yeah, I, I've been reading a lot of comment threads, and um, there's a lot of discussion back and forth over um, whether or not keeping the golf course as is is really subsidizing golf for the few people that use that course. Um, and is that worth it over the greater good of building a school? Plus, I think the plans call for some additional recreational facilities. Uh, what An is it, Olympic-sized Olympic swimming pool? Mm -hmm. Which, you know, Reno really has a plethora of golf courses. We have a shortage of indoor pools. Um, 
and recreational facilities. And a lot of the ones that we have are, are um, somewhat outdated. I know they've redone a couple, but that I think would be exciting to have another pool facility. Well, what do we do in the case of uh, what was the pool that, that got put out of business this last year or for this season? Because it was vandalized. Oh, and trainer. Proper, yeah, trainer pool. Um, and the city didn't have the money to re- do all the repairs. So what mm-hmm. happens then when there's no funding to, you know, maintain it and keep it up to snuff or prevent, you know, vandalism or those kinds of things? So are we building something that we can't ultimately afford again on top of the golf course, which... I guess, in theory, we can't afford that either. Yeah, we can't afford that either. So who knows? I, but how I, I thought that what I heard was that a, an Olympic pool like that could draw uh, swim meets and different sort of activities like that. And so potentially it could be a source of revenue if you used it like a special event facility. Oh, we see that with the bowling stadium. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music at Trinity... The uh, church right downtown, Reno, the Trinity Church, violin and piano. Um, that's an amazing location. They're, is that the really nice um, kind of brick one? This is the one that's cement. Cement, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know which one. And uh, it's it's an amazing place. They're going to have a Russian pianist go in there. Their organ is fantastic. Uh, I've met the... Um, did I say something funny? I met the the minister at the church. She's fantastic. We went in and did a photo shoot in there one day. So that might be a fun art town event to go to. The hell I would tell you that. who the Russian guy is, but it's uh He's talking about pianists and organs and it just made me laugh. <laughs> probably a few people out there <laughs> laughed also. Gotcha. I think I missed that one. Uh, are we still staying out of the river? Because I saw a few people downtown this morning that were um, immersed in the water, but I think, I it's, think this city and the county are coming out and st- saying to uh, be safe. And I think it's fine to go in it. Just realize it is a wild thing. I still have heard that they have found, I think, a body last week mm-hmm. in the river. Mm-hmm. So it's still dangerous. It's It's not, this world is not safe. If you go in the river, you have to be sensible about it. Uh, isn't there a campaign now? Isn't it uh, what's Truckee the River Truckee Safe? River Safe mm-hmm. That uh, mm-hmm. a, a number of entities are are sharing safety tips for using the truckies. So if you search the hashtag Truckee River Safe, you can find some of those tips on yeah. how to stay safe in the river. When I was growing up, the river hardly ever dried up like it has in the past few years, and it ran pretty good all the time. And we didn't really talk about it. We just kind of had sense enough not to do something unintelligent. And I'd go. And if you did something unintelligent, you paid the consequences, and everything was good. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. On that happy note, the fiftieth annual Reno Basque Festival is happening. Fiftieth annual. They've done this fifty years. And the Basque have been around Nevada for a lot longer than that. They have. Very rich history mm-hmm. in this state. Tree carvings and everything. So that's at Wingfield Park on July 15th. What have you got, Kristen? Thanks for joining us again. Thank you. I think we've covered everything. Sometimes I read the stories online and then they... Thank you for all your work on the mm-hmm. making the website brain. better. Thank you.
not a problem. We have a new host, so the site should be faster. Yeah, or more reliable. That. Did you notice it was faster? Yeah, I did. When and did that, you, when no- you mentioned? When it, did you I start noticed. noticing it? Uh, well, this is the first time I've been back on it for a while today, so I noticed it today. Okay, it happened this uh, midday today. Okay, so yeah, it was this afternoon. It was yeah. right before I came here. Yeah, we were getting um, errors where basically the my previous host um, was saying there was a uh, basically too many inputs kind of coming into the system that was clogging clogging it up, and um, so we're we're trying a new vendor and. Um, should be a little speedier. Everybody should go check it out. There's a wealth of information on our website. More than you want to know. I yeah, think. probably. Yeah. And then we put all the highlights on uh, the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter. And LinkedIn. Looks, even LinkedIn. I think we have 15 people following our LinkedIn page now. Well, I think there's still a Google Plus as well. Oh, God. I don't know who. <laughs> Does anyone use that? I people work for Google because I think it's in their contract. Probably. And on that note, have a great couple weeks. We'll see you soon. And look for the live videos of events around town this weekend. Thank you for listening to the This Is Reno Radio Show. Please be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a review. Also, visit us online for daily news and events at thisisreno.com. We are locally owned and operated.